Hello, Mistake Hive, and thank you for joining us. It's been a while. Welcome to part two of Tales of Toxicity, where we reflect on the feedback we got from part one and dive deep into self-reflection and tips to help with our toxic behaviors. Enjoy! Guess who's back? Back, back. Back again. Back, back. Toxic girls. Toxic girls. Back again. Be your friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? We made a mistake, motherfucker. Was that you, like, Eminem-ing right there? Yeah, me being Eminem. So I couldn't tell the difference. Okay. But welcome back. Welcome to October, everyone. <laughs> I know it's been, what, has it been a full month? Yes. I think tomorrow is a full month. I think our last episode was like September 7th, I want to okay. say. So the bi-weekly recording has failed. <laughs> but this one is totally on me. Um, just to start off, the second part of Tales of Toxicity, I am horrible at time management and remembering plans. So, <laughs> so Sarah called me out lovingly, very yeah, she lovingly. She added, and, she added a bunch of and emojis and, and like a joke. I threw in a joke in there. Yeah, and I remember seeing it. I was at work, and I it was long, and oh. so I like I kind of looked at it, and I'm like, oh, I I need to sit down for this. And I read it, and I like, no, I totally agree. I just, I have, I like, I always commit to stuff and I don't write it down or I don't remember. Yeah. And then I overcommit and then yeah. I, it just like fucks, it fucks everything up. So it me. I'm sorry. Oh. I love you guys. I love you, Sarah. And guess who's back? But also, <laughs> I do, I do love that about you too mm-hmm. at the same time because like I can always depend on you to be down. For like, even if it's like a last minute thing, yeah. you're like, yes. Like I you're so dependable in that way. But yeah, I can get like if you know, you're so popular that you have like so popular. <laughs> and you're dating it, it's a new month. So you're dating, you're back on the app. Back on the apps. I'm trying it so out. So you're just like overbooked right now. It's yeah. Fine. It's like the that se- kind of season of the year. And, and yeah. work is crazy yeah. and and you still want to balance like friends and like family right. and all of that. Right. But and honestly, part 1 <laughs> kind of made me think of other toxic behaviors I have and it made me really sad. Oh. Um but yeah, I I was kind of dreading this episode, but I think it's going to be fun. I think we just needed a little break. Yeah. Um I needed to go on a couple of okay decent days <laughs> be like okay ready for the pot right um but yeah no i'm excited to dive in because i feel like we're really gonna dissect and like evaluate and psychoanalyze mm-hmm. ourselves because we did so much research <laughs> no. we're um, both wearing glasses today yes, we're wearing our glasses we're not that adds to our aesthetic yeah and we're sober we're as fuck. sober as fuck because yeah. there's a thunderstorm outside yeah. <laughs> um but thank you for the people who participated if you remember in the instagram discussion um, we had on yes. the Instagram um, of the Instagram. <laughs> we asked the same, would you rather? Would you rather end up with someone you love but have absolutely no trust or end up with someone you trust but don't love? 68 sided with trust but not love and 32 of you said love but not trust. I was shook at that result. Because if I you remember, was, yeah. you were on that side. You were on the 68% side. I was on the winning side. <laughs> <laughs> And I, oh, was that a power outage? <laughs> okay, the, the, this thunderstorm, y'all. <laughs> oh, let me tell. Um, it's on crazy. It's some toxic thunderstorm, <laughs> right? Um, I guess this is the perfect episode for what's happening yeah. environmentally right now. But um, yeah, I was I was surprised because I was on the love but not trust end, mm-hmm. which I get can be toxic, like in and of itself. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I really thought I was going to have more supporters mm-hmm. on that end of the spectrum. I think when you answer those questions, though, you're being like, you're completely like your mind is yeah. taking over, not right. your heart. So I, because I you're not think, invested yeah. in it. Yeah. But I feel like if it were like you were in the situation, it would be a yeah. whole other ballgame. Just like when right. you would ask people, like, would you leave someone if someone cheated on you? You know what I mean? Right. Like you would have to be in it to understand like, okay, there's more 
right. stuff to the picture. Yeah, like how many times have I told friends who've gone through that, like, fucking leave his ass. Like, yeah. you don't need him. Like, you're a badass bitch. And then, when and then how many times like, have oh, I been cheated on and I was the fucking clown who stayed and then it happened again. And then you're like, yeah, but he made breakfast this morning. <laughs> and- yeah, but he cried. Yeah. So he must really feel sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he noticed uh, my new glasses. Yeah. So he's a keeper. <laughs> he only uh, called me bitch once this week. So embarrassed. Um, but yeah, and also thank you for him. sharing your toxic mm-hmm. behaviors. Everyone had a lot. We won't share yes. them because it's our own little private. We're not. Okay, can we? Should we? Okay. Sarah, let's take it away. Let's, sorry, I'm like the enabler in this situation. <laughs> okay. So obviously all of these are gonna be anonymous hip-hop anonymous yeah um do you know what movie so that's nancy from, from um south carolina said her toxic <laughs> <laughs> i don't know where that's from it's from big daddy oh wait say it again hip-hop anonymous oh he's, he's trying to oh, say yeah, it rob schneider yeah good job <laughs> hip-hop, hip-hop anonymous. nancy right now is like thank you for glazing over my name with that hip-hop anonymous <laughs> joke okay um so we have the question was what is your top toxic behavior in your current or past relationship? Mm-hmm. So we have controlling. Ooh, that's a good been one. Been there. I've both been on the receiving end and, and I've given that energy too. So I am a Full very diverse, yes. controlling person. <laughs> um, stalking their Venmos, which yes. is a complete like millennial thing to do because yeah. – Obviously, Venmo wasn't a thing. But you like, can't – like, back then, they couldn't stock your checkbook. Or right. <laughs> your che- your the carbon, The carbon the copies. Carbon copies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, that phenomenal sex can fix our problems. I wouldn't know. I'm not having it. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Um, anyway, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> Kind of. um, going through my spouse's phone because there's no trust. Okay, yeah. It me. It, <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Was that literally you or not? It me. Oh, oh, oh. wait. Was that me? No, I, I don't think it was. Okay, I, I don't think because we don't answer the I'm, I do. Oh, okay. Okay, so both Kathy and I like have access to the, the gram. Um, yeah, the We've Made a Mistake page. But like <laughs> – I know what like I'll see the the stories right? yeah and I'll know what's coming because you you'll tell me like oh I'm gonna post this or yeah whatever. but I'll still see it and like respond as if I'm like well a sometimes fan of the I show. would respond to because um we didn't have enough sometimes you don't have to <laughs> when it's like 62 percent or 68 percent versus 32 it was like four of us yeah. and and I was the one that was 32 <laughs> I 32 <laughs> um so actually that could have been me that uh i do not remember though um there's also always stalking their past hookups or exes when i know it's irrelevant yes oh yeah one thousand i always end up okay i'll start with the guy and then i'll end up on the ex-girlfriend and then i'll end up on the ex-girlfriend's cousin it's like a domino effect best friend and the best friend's boyfriend and then the boyfriend (laughs) Like, and, it just, and then I end up at Grandma Sally's. Okay. Grandma Sally's Graham looking at her recipes he, on Apple And pie. when he talks about his family, like he says, yeah. I'm one of my grandmas this weekend. And you're like, like oh, oh, Sally? And he'll just stare at you. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's like a rabbit hole you like don't really like, want to die. Yeah, you just end up somewhere into. you didn't realize. Yeah. So. Right. Um, caring and giving so much that it can be seen as clingy or needy. Yes. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I've very much been like the pursuer or the aggressor mm-hmm. in relationships. Um, thinking that if I gave that energy, I would get it back. But yeah. most of the time, it just served to like scare them away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, giving my heart so easily, I get hurt or other questions why. Sorry. I, I do not understand this one. But basically, they're saying giving my heart so easily. Okay. Um, which, yeah, kind of relates to the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said, nothing, I'm perfect. But get the fuck out of our TMs. <laughs> we only want people who are who, with, with grade A mistakes. <laughs> um, and then wandering eyes. 
Okay. Actually, I think this was the person that said nothing. I'm perfect because immediately after the next one says, "LOL, JK wandering." Okay. Us. Okay. Yeah. So you're wait, back on. I'm, is that Ashley? I know that's like <laughs> Ashley. I think that was Ashley. <laughs> that's Ashley. Um. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's more so towards the tail end of a relationship because I feel like women um, kind of disconnect emotionally before Are the relationship plan- like ends. I feel like we're planners. Like yeah. we, it's never on, <laughs> it's never on whim. I feel yeah. like right. you, we really, really think it out. Yes. So if a girl breaks up with you, just know she's, she's really certain. thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> she is, her diary pages are thick. 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 And possibly has the next boyfriend lined up. Even. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, that was it. That was all of them. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm happy about that yeah, engagement. It, right it was very comforting. Yes. Them. And I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I don't mean to say that like all women have like their backup, their plan B. Yeah. Already, no, like, we know you're scheduled. Kidding. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Because I'm just realizing I'm airing all of my dirty shit with like <laughs> all of these posts. I'm like, I did that. Oh, yeah. Relatable. <laughs> Me. And everyone's like, okay, what's, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> How are you in a position to even, like, give any kind of toxic advice? Um, But here we go. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah. So, real quickly, though. So, we've been absent for a month now. So, Mm -hmm. let's just kind of recap what we've been up to. Okay. Um, Do you have anything particularly exciting? Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you take the lead on. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, well, first of all, I just want to say I'm sick over the fact it's October. Like, nauseated. Oh, yeah. Again? Oh, my God. I know. It's kind of scary. Okay. We might. Oh, do you guys. I wonder. Could they hear us? Put the fuck up to Peter's loving this. Yeah. He, like, went closer to the window um, after the thunder. <laughs> like, take me. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing this conversation. Um. Yeah, so I just I just had a realization that I'm four months away from turning thirty. Well, that means I'm October, November, December. Two. I'm three. 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 Yeah. yeah. Mm. <sighs> Sorry, I just I just gagged a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I um, but yeah, it's like I'm not one of those women who is like, oh, the clock is ticking. Like, I literally I don't even give a fuck about like marriage right now or yeah. babies. Like, babies are not even like. In my frontal lobe or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's not it's not even at the forefront of my mind. Like, mm-hmm. it, I'm in my mind, I'm like, okay, I have years before I have to worry about, like, really thinking about mm-hmm. – start thinking about kids because then my eggs are dying. And, like, <laughs> did you know a woman at 35 is considered a geriatric yeah. pregnancy? That's – the audacity. Yeah. The audacity. That should be considered um, emotional and verbal abuse. Yeah. To, to even <laughs> mention those words. Oh. To, yeah. But um, – yeah, I guess I'm just, like, realizing life is just passing me by. Yeah. Not that – I'm grateful for everything that I have in my life right now. Yeah. But I'm just starting to realize, like, how quickly time flies. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just have this pressure to just, like, cherish things in the moment, like, all of the time. And, like, make the most out of my life. Yeah. And, like, make decisions about my life that, like, no longer – like, cutting people out or whatever it may be. And – I'm just, I'm just like starting to have these like really mature realizations and it's really inconvenient. I'd rather just kind of like glaze by and not worry, not have worries. But um <laughs> I do feel that though. I feel like yeah. I get when people say you're going to reach a point where you don't give that many fucks. Yeah. And I think I'm reaching like even though I I I mean I'm I'm not to be super hypocritical, but even on this podcast I'll just be like I'm so sad, like I'm so self-conscious, blah blah. blah. But in actuality I'm more like yeah, I am, but I'm I'm, like, very – I'm not as crazy about it. Right. Like, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but I, I just don't care. Like, dating is a great example. Right. Like, if, I, if I'm if i not – if you're not tickling my pickle, if I don't feel like we have that If you're not making my vagina dance. If you're not making my <laughs> vagina dance, um, then no. Yeah. But, again, you could still be really nice and you can right. meet friends. So. Right. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I feel you. Like – I don't like I'm not viewing everything through such like a critical lens. Yeah. Like even the way people think about me, like I'm starting to care less and less about what others think, mm-hmm. which is freeing. I yeah. really I'm really enjoying that feeling. Mm-hmm. 
But also at the same time, I'm like, why? Like, if I irrelevant, like, do do I care about myself? Like, it, I'm I'm just challenging. Like, okay, is this good? Like, yeah. <laughs> is this normal? You know. But um, yeah. So yeah, just had that realization recently. But what's happened in the last four weeks? I'm just gonna preface this. It's not super eventful, but for a 29 year old, I I feel like. I, I, yeah, like these, these were like exciting things for me. So number one, I went to the swap meet for the first time. That's fun. I've never been to a swap. What? Okay. Can we go and like, um, live stream it or, uh, or like vlog it? Like going to Disneyland. Yes. Yeah. 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 We'll add that to the list. Um, and I have to say someone almost smeared their homemade coconut oil lotion on me and also almost lured me into their van, which sounds about right and is actually very on brand for a swap meet. It's exactly what you should expect to happen. That's part of the excitement. (laughs) To get smothered (laughs) by cocoa butter. (laughs) Yeah, like I was (laughs) it's funny because some people have really legit setups at the swap meet. Yeah. Like it's almost like a storefront. Like they have a canopy and they have like shelving units. And like uh, light shows and music blasting, like th- these can be really sophisticated, professional. I'm excited setups, for the next right? session. <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately next to them, because they like reserve spaces, right? Yeah. The space immediately next to them is like just boxes all over the ground, like torn to shreds. Like people just like went through it like fucking like madmen. Yeah. Um, and there's just like shit thrown everywhere and like cardboard strewn about yeah. with with like zero organization, like no purpose whatsoever. Um, and like th- that was the one where like I was perusing. Inter- I, was, I like, was interested in that one. <laughs> no, I wasn't interested, but I was passing by it. Yeah. And I, I lost Jim and I was like looking around for him. And then the guy, he saw his moment of opportunity and he was like, oh, you have a tattoo? I have the perfect thing for you. And he like took me over to his fucking like van. Like it was legit like a van that you see in movies where they're like, oh, oh come boy. into my van. Like I have candy. You yeah. know? And he's like, come over to my van. I have the perfect thing for you. And I like kept my distance, but also I didn't want to be rude. I don't know. I just have this thing where like I don't. I'm like, okay, just show me your damn lotion and yeah. I'll like make up make up some lie like as to why I can't buy it. So um <laughs> he brings out this like tub unmarked, like mm-hmm. nothing on it, but it's just like a random tub. And he opens it, globs his fucking like hands, he has like dirty fingernails, like just sticks his hand in there, like and grabs my arm as if he's about to start smothering my arm with this oil. Oh, lotion, whatever it is. And I was like, oh, I have sensitive skin. I'm sorry. Yeah. Very sensitive. And then he was like, it's coconut oil. Coconut oil is perfect for sensitive skin. And then I was like, oh, God, what am I going to say now? And then I, I, was like, I was like, I'm sorry. I don't have money. <laughs> and it's like, who goes to the swap me without money? Like, that is the purpose. of It's like a garage sale. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I just ended up running away. Um, but it, it was fun. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> That was number one. The the first thing on my list I have to report. Um, then I have – so I've started meal prepping. So for the last three weeks, I've been really disciplined mm-hmm. with my meals, like my work meals. So five yeah. days a week, I bring in a meal prepped lunch with like snack set snacks. I mm-hmm. record it in my little fitness app, like where you track your calories oh, wow. and your macros and stuff. And I am proud to say I can officially fit into a pair of jeans I – haven't been able to wear for like over two years. Sarah, Sarah, <laughs> so you know I'm feeling good. Mm-hmm. Even even before the jeans, I was feeling good. Yeah, but like yeah, now that I'm starting to realize some of like my cuter clothing is like mm-hmm. fitting me, and I'm feeling more confident, Aww. and I'm excited, and I'm ready to party. Um, so yeah, that's that. Um. Our beloved high school hangout spot, Wings and Things, Miramisa, announced they were closing for good. And then in the same week, announced that they were staying open, which sent me just on a wild roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Um, I thought here I was th- thinking I was going to have to say goodbye to like basically a state of Miramisa. I was state really sad I couldn't a landmark. make it that day when and you guys went. See, yeah. now, now you have 
you have endless time. Endless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as long as the they signed a lease. So okay. whatever, whatever the lease is. <laughs> um what so I gave in and I bought mouth guards after my dentist criticized how raw my cheeks are for the last time. Oh, biter. every time, yeah, every time I go in, they're always commenting like, D- "You really tear yourself up!" Like, <laughs> like I legit have scarring on okay. the inside of my cheeks. So I gave in. I spent four hundred dollars, not covered by they're insurance. Four hundred dollars, yes, and it's not it's not considered like orthodontia. So insurance yeah. is like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. <laughs> like, just put um, your cheeks. <laughs> yeah, your cheeks are your mouth guard. Yeah. Suck it up. <laughs> um. So yeah, finally did that, which is I feel like was a very like an adulting moment. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh my god! Do you hear the screaming outside? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, I love how my cat is just like really. He's just reveling. (laughs) Um, I saw the new Venom movie with which I don't even know what it was about. I was just watching Tom Hardy the entire time, and he just oozes sex. Um, that happened. I made a red hot '90s baby playlist with all of the R&B Smash classics from the '90s and the 2000s. Nice. Um, which is just like it's just been nostalgia and um very sentimental car rides to work every day. I started watching the show that broke Netflix, um, Squid Game. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, like, it is living up to the hype. It's like Saw meets Hunger Games, but it's set in Korea. Um, And it's, like, dubbed over in English. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it's phenomenal. I cannot watch it. Why? I can't do, like, I've never seen a Saw movie. I can't do horror. Okay, it is bloody. bloody. Yeah, okay, that's what I heard. Yeah. I feel like but, I need a range of like I could watch Game of Thrones because there's like a perfect range of drama, blood, sex, yes, <laughs> and like there's a balance. Okay, yeah, in the world, yes, yeah. Which I feel like I did. I did feel the need to balance this show because I also sim- simultaneously watched Love on the Spectrum. Okay, love that. Is the show. sweetest, like purest yeah. show on television. I was I'm convinced. Balling. Yes. And I want to say a story, but I feel like it's a little <laughs> – I'll say it another time. But... Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to know what it is. Oh, wait. Do I already know? It's the dating one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I'll say it another time. Okay. Yeah, I'll just say it was very emotional at mm-hmm. moments. And I'm just like, why can't everyone in the world – be like these like such special unique individuals mm-hmm. who are so open and honest and express themselves yes. but do it in like the like most well-mannered Purest way. Purest way. Yeah. I there is so many parts where I'm just like they're saying exactly what we're thinking like, yes. if we were in that moment. Yes. They're expressing how happy they are. They're expressing yeah. how sad they are. But I feel like how frustrated they are. If we did that, we would be considered like crazy for unleashing yeah. our feelings. We're suppressing. So soon. We suppress yeah. everything so much. Yeah. Like, I can. I can't tell you. Like, if I were on a good date, mm-hmm. I can't. I just feel like I'm not allowed to be like this. Date's amazing. I'm having yeah. such a blast. Are you having a blast? Because then it's like you're gonna jinx it or something. Yeah. Like or you they're gonna can't be like, acknowledge. Oh, it. you're being way too right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a turn off. How um, into this into you are. this date? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, sad. Beautiful um, show. But yeah, love it. Love it, live it, um, for it, for it, and you need to watch it. Yes. Um, and the last thing I'll say is I bought a new plant baby, and I'm accepting new name requests. Should we make a poll? Yeah. <laughs> what do you have any uh, top names? I do not. Okay. But it's one of those like fiddle leaf. Okay. Oh wait, I actually it looks okay. I'm actually not sure what breed it is. <laughs> I went in there with the idea, like, okay, I want one of those fiddle leaf looking, like with those the, are really with hard, the huge, mm-hmm. the huge leaves, you know, and they're house plants, not like mm-hmm. succulent, right? Um, so it's one of those kind of plants. So it needs it needs a, a name that's worthy of its presence. Okay, it's very bold, well, thanks, very big. Um, Betty, Betty White, <laughs> Betty White. <gasps> Yes. Okay. Never mind. That is the name. That is the okay. You said you said that. I mean it. And I'm the aunt. She is Betty White. She's like she embodies everything Mm -hmm. that Betty White. That's funny. Bad bad bitch Betty White. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But okay. That that was the end. Sorry. I I always do this. I always ramble (laughs) about my uh what I've been up to. That's fine. No one fucking cares. 
to contribute. It sounds like I've been productive, but I also like looking at all of that and saying it out loud. I really didn't really accomplish anything. I feel like you did. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) So we're going to kick off this next part of the episode with our, the way, wait, how am I going to work? The self toxic? Self toxic. Self toxicities. The why, (laughs) the how. The ways in which we are toxic, but with ourselves. So last episode was like how we've been toxic in relationships, right? Now we're going to focus on how we mistreat ourselves. (laughs) Does that make sense? Let's roll with it. Yeah, let's Um, just roll with it. (laughs) Okay, so – can I I'm, – I'm dying to kick this off because okay. I have a lot of shit to say about – I have a lot to sh- of shit to talk about. I will – I'm chilling. <laughs> <Okay>. like, <laughs> she's eating popcorn. <laughs> so um, I feel like sometimes, whether now or in the past, I tend to perceive things from like the lens of my own victimhood mm-hmm. and I can take things that – are bad that have happened to me or are happening to me as like a personal attack. Mm -hmm. Sometimes like I very much take things personally. I don't have a thick skin. Um, But like the thing is when we view ourselves as victims, we make ourselves like small and powerless. Mm -hmm. So um, as an example, like if I'm perceiving what someone did to me as like an attack or a slight when really it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And that's just the lens or like the filter that I'm choosing to view that interaction through. Mm -hmm. Um, Me like ruminating on the situation and like focusing on it is like taking the power away from me and giving that thing, like that imagined thing. Yeah. Power. To someone that probably doesn't even want it. Right. Yeah. Right. Or if it's not even someone, if it's the idea that, oh, oh yeah. maybe what they said was meant to, like, hurt me or insult me when that was the opposite of the intention, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, like, yeah, I take a word or a, or a word or a word they used or something they said and, like, weaponize it and, yeah. like, turn it into something that it wasn't. Um, but, like, when we own our own circumstances and we take accountability – we can actually reclaim that strength and power. So like going through therapy and realizing the ways that I tend to like catastrophize things. Mm -hmm. Like I take something that's small and I make it like a huge thing and I let it like ruin my day. Like I give it the power to like have that effect over me and my, um, like my mindset. Right. Um, if I instead like stop and like challenge the thought before it grows into this like consuming thing and I'm like, okay, I'm, I might have in the past, like, let that kind of snowball. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to allow that to happen. Like, I may not have control over the situation, but what I have, I do have control over is the way I feel about it. Yeah. So I can, like, really, like, stop myself in my tracks in that moment and, like, have accountability over what's happening. And just be self-aware. And, like, exactly. Um, and in that process, I can, like, find a strength by mm-hmm. acknowledging what's happening. So just know – we hold the influence within us to change that filter from like which we view the world. Yeah. Like you can always change your worldview. I know it feels like ingrained at times because it's informed by like our past experiences and um, like where we come from and like culturally and all this stuff. But you really can change mm-hmm. your own perception. And I think the self-awareness is just very important to have just in general because mm-hmm. then you can be like – it's one thing to just brush something off like, oh, I'm being I'm being negative and you yeah. just brush off. But if you're not going to like the Deeper, center of like, yeah. why am I being negative? Yes. And just be like, okay, take a step back. And be like, okay, I'm being negative. I'm thinking these things. Is it because of the situation at hand? Or is, am I bringing baggage from a past experience and like coming through the door with it and just like slamming it on the ground being like, right. okay, this is – I'm just going to let my past like live within the future. Yes. And it's – that that's bad. Yeah. You actually, so you reminded me of something. So I'm not in CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, Mm -hmm. but my therapist does reference it and she's shown me some of the tools um, that she's, that, you know, she's been educated on about that and stuff because she thinks that I'm like a good candidate because essentially the idea is like your thoughts inform your like 
perceptions which inform your behaviors. Mm -hmm. So like it's okay to have a thought about something, but let that thought kind of like pass through yeah. and like challenge it. Don't let it don't let it become like the reality yeah. which then um causes you to behave in certain ways oh, yeah. that like manifest your thoughts. So just acknowledge like okay, I'm thinking these thoughts, yes. but I'm not letting it control exactly. the situation. Exactly. Even if you have to have a little pep talk. Yeah. Even if you got to talk to yourself, you look in the mirror, do a little Hi Kathy. talk to your cat. Hi Sarah, you know? <laughs> just <laughs> you're thinking these things but don't or you can and all of a sudden you have a southern accent a peach cobbler <laughs> and then all of a sudden <laughs> I want to talk to myself the way that like a southern grandma would like Aww, really tender yeah. and kind like and uh just add some sweet. butter yeah just add some sweet now we're cooking with Crisco yeah you're challenging <laughs> those thoughts there aren't you sweet thing <laughs> <laughs> I think my version is I always let um, if I feel something, mm -hmm. I 100% believe that whatever like I'm thinking is true and 100% real. I have yeah. all my evidence, have all my facts. Right. And that if someone were to counter it, like let's say I'm in a fight with a boyfriend and yes. then the boyfriend's like, you feel that way? But no, I feel this way. I'll be like, you can't feel that way because I feel this way. This is why. So yeah. I just feel like I don't validate their points. I'm just like, it's all me, me, me. And that's mm. a toxic trait that I have. I'm working on it. It ties back into like being self-aware. Mm -hmm. um, but I need to realize like just because I present my side and 100% certain this is my truth, that right. other person is thinking the same thing on the opposite side. Right. So I can't change what they think. I can't tell someone how to feel, but I can still feel what I feel. Right. So – and again, maybe we're both in the right. Right. We're just not right for each other. It's Red flags. <laughs> oh, that was good. We're both right, but not right for each other. Yeah. That was good. Put Snaps that on a shirt. Put that on a, a that'll bumper be, sticker. That'll be our next merch. I know. Well, our, our next merch. Our merch. only merch. We don't have any merch. I have so many blank. Because I've been, every time I go You've to a thrift store, yeah. I just buy a bunch of like white shirts. I'm like, we're going to tie dye these. I have so much white shirts. We haven't yeah. done any of them. But, but Kathy did say, I, was it by the end of October, you were like, I want to tie-dye By the Well, in December, it'll be like our one year of doing this podcast. Oh, wait. It was by December because yeah. I remember you talking about so the I was one saying year. how yeah. maybe that's when I'll uh, – I'm going to manifest it. Yes. We're going to make – We're doing it now. We're, yes. I'm going to journal it. I'm going to meditate on it. Yes. <laughs> I'm self-aware yeah. of it. <laughs> but Yeah. That's yeah. That's one of our toxic traits together. Like doing, we saying we're gonna do out. things, but then don't we don't follow through yeah. on it. Whoops. Like this biweekly podcast. <laughs> yes. Oh god. <laughs> um, I feel like we were almost more accountable when it was weekly, but but it yeah. was like. I feel like we were more consistent. I think it was also – think of the timing, though. Like, we, we were, like, still COVID. Yes. We were separated. We were wearing, like, masks at times, like, yeah. working with each other. So – Right. Um, it's different now, which is good. Now we're free. It's a good thing. Now that our titties are out. <laughs> Literally out right now. <laughs> and for $5, you can <laughs> You can join our Patreon. <laughs> um, so the next – toxic self-toxic trait so not doing the healing work to change my own harmful patterns so we did speak about this during the dating episode mm -hmm. but throughout my 20s I found myself in just terrible relationships and I used to view it as I attract the wrong people mm -hmm. rather than having ownership and calling it like it is like, no, I am choosing the wrong people. Like, mm -hmm. I fall into the old patterns, my old, like, behaviors, falling for, like, the same type of guy, who, like, very red flaggy, mm -hmm. but ignoring all of the red flags. Um, and, like, at a certain point, you have to really confront the fact that you are the only constant in every one of your relationships. And – to refuse self-awareness is almost ignorant yeah. at a certain point. Like, um, this reminds me of that episode of Sex in the City when Carrie started going to therapy and the therapist, like the, the same conversation, like yeah. uh, Carrie, Carrie was talking about her failed relationships and the therapist made the point like, well, you've been like the common denominator and mm -hmm. all of these. And Carrie like took offense to that. And she was like, are you suggesting that I'm the problem? But I felt like, yeah, yeah. You, do, you do need to like face that Part at a certain three point. three episode of yeah. why we don't like Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> How many episodes have we been talking about that for? <laughs> um, but yeah, you have to actively 
make choices to change your reality and resist your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. Yeah. It's it so – It's yeah. I mean yes. I – I'm back in the dating game. I'm trying to do at least like a date a month or two dates a month yeah. some, with someone new. Yes. Um, just to see where it goes. And I I, I see myself falling in my own way, old ways. Like I uh, – yeah, it's it's another episode. But like I just – I see myself like leaning towards the guys I usually go to. Really? Yeah, I feel like it. Like I'm more self-aware but I'm still doing it. Like I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy – um, I, I'm definitely getting like fuckboy vibes, and then oh, I'll be like, okay, oh, but I'm still, I'm, but you know what? I'll entertain but, it. But like, you don't necessarily know. That's the magic of fuckboys. Like, yeah, you can't always tell. Like, okay, is it just charm, or are they a fuckboy? See, and then that's another thing. Am I so traumatized from the past mm-hmm. that? If they are being really nice or flirty, I'm just like, are you oh. gonna mistake it for yeah, yeah, so. fuckery? Fuckery. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, but just one thing I want to point out is the whole, like, going, like, remaining in your comfort zone and going for people you normally would go to, even though in the past it hasn't worked out. Like, what can happen when you're in a state of discomfort? Growth, bitch. Yeah. Mic drop. But but don't drop these. These are expensive. No, these are too much. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The the metaphorical mic drop. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just... Just putting that out there, it is uncomfortable and it will feel foreign, mm-hmm. but the grass may also be greener on the other side. Yeah, or it could be turf, <laughs> which could be better, right? I like that. <laughs> um, it was funny because at, at work the other day, this girl was on the phone and she was talking to a friend and she said something along the lines of like, yeah, girl, I'm just out here like – you know, I'm not I'm I'm really not trying to date the guys like I'm normally attracted to or like I would normally consider my type. So mm-hmm. I'm like really going for this guy because he's like nice and treats me well. <laughs> and I was like at the same time I was like, go off queen. Yeah. But I just I felt really sad too because it's yeah. like, why do you have to actively resist the night nice guy? Like, why was it that you ever resisted the nice guy? Like yeah. just he treated you well and oh. like that's not your type quote. Like that just makes me sad inside because it's uh, so relatable it for really all of is. us. Yeah. I think it's also just being like self um that confidence factor, like mm-hmm. th- knowing your worth and if you do see a really, really great guy on paper and they're attractive, smart, all the things, like yeah. I, do, I do have the tendency to swipe left mm-hmm. just because I'm like, ah, too good not to for true. me, too good or something. Or there's something out there better. You know what I mean? It's like, I know, but like I, no, but I'm just like trying to relate to that girl. Like right, I true. totally get that. Yeah. Like why go for someone that like could have potentially anyone when you can get someone that really wants you? But what if that that guy who theoretically could get anyone really wants you, but he just doesn't know it yet because he hasn't met you? That's true. Okay, so just kidding. No. So you're gonna go back and start <laughs> swiping right. <laughs> yeah, when I'm back on. But like that's no, yeah. But I totally get her logic. Yeah. So for sure. Um. Okay. The next one. That's like. I realize is probably one of my most toxic traits. Okay. I'm ready. And I I feel like instead of we've made a mistake, this podcast should be called um, we've made a contradiction because (laughs) because I feel like I'm constantly saying things like in the episode and then later on saying the opposite Mm -hmm. is true. I know earlier I said that I'm starting to care less and less what people think about me. (laughs) But this next uh, toxic trait is um, that I constantly want and seek out validation and approval from others. <laughs> I can, no, but everyone's like that, which I is feel. true. Yeah. But let me let me explain myself okay. because both both ends of the spectrum for me are true. Mm-hmm. I simultaneously don't give a fuck about what other people think, and then I also do. Yeah, and let me get into it. This place of wanting constant validation and approval is men. Okay. I constantly need to feel liked and loved and um, worshipped and betrothed (laughs) by any man 
that's in my life that you're interested in that I'm interested in slash even if I'm single and there's Mm -hmm. like not one that I'm like talking to or like I'm not I'm not dating or I'm not like actively pursuing anything with anyone I feel this like sickening need to like like I want attention I want attention from a man Mm -hmm. even like Gosh, like when I'm single and we're really hitting the clubs, mm-hmm. you know, like because I feel like we go out more when we're all single, right? Mm-hmm. When I'm more into that scene, like unless I get a number or I meet someone or I dance oh, with I someone know. or I click with someone, yeah, I a part of me feels disappointed. What? Yes. Yes. Okay. I did not know that. You didn't? No. I just always assume like you – like, yes, you got numbers if like we were single and we went out. Yeah. But I didn't think it was like – end because I feel like I'm kind of the opposite when I'm out. But yeah. you guys see that because when I get drunk, I turn into like this like don't talk to me bitch. <laughs> <laughs> or I turn to Mother Teresa. I'm one or the other. But okay. No, yeah. but I see that too. I mean – no, that's deep. So that's why – like I've said it before, if I ever find myself in a position where I'm single again, like I really need to challenge, mm-hmm. challenge my default of okay. like wanting to dive into like the online dating or like getting validation or like posting mm-hmm. even God, I'm like so disturbed with my, my younger self because, um, when I was like, th- this was less so in the last like several years, okay. you know, when I've like been out of a relationship. It was more so in my early to mid twenties, mm-hmm. but I used to like post real thirst trapped type things on like mm-hmm. social media because I wanted someone. I was inviting men Comments. into my into my DMs. Yes, them to come in like a like a like horse drawn carriage. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you like <laughs> yeah, a horse drawn carriage in the form of you up yeah. <laughs> or, uh, or uh, what, d- uh, WYD yeah. <laughs> you know. or just like an emoji. Cause that, those are the kind of people I invite in when yeah. I do that kind of stuff, which is like not quality. Mm-hmm. Like that's not, I don't, I don't want to attract those kind of people who would like comment on someone's thirst trap picture. So why, yeah. why, why is, why that is I what, fishing? For why that? is that what I aim for? Yeah. yeah. Like, why do I fish like that? Oh, like I, I so disgust myself sometimes <laughs> like looking back at my past <laughs> behavior. But, but I, can um, say, I can't see you doing that like now though. I don't do it now, but I just know that is within myself mm-hmm. and like, even in my relationship, like if I'm yeah. if I feel like if I'm feeling particularly needy mm-hmm. or like he's not paying attention to me mm-hmm. or um like he just started a podcast. So yeah, and like a YouTube channel. So he's been like diving into that a little bit more and like naturally mm-hmm. I, like he's like he's not gonna be putting as much attention on me because yeah. he's focusing on this huge project that he's trying to like get off the ground and develop and build a, an audience and like mm-hmm. a following for. But like pretty much day one when he was like working on the YouTube and I knew going into it, like he was going to be hardcore focused. Like I was going to have to like be independent and do my own thing. Mm -hmm. I felt kind of way about it. I felt like ignored. I felt disregarded. I felt Mm -hmm. like, like, yeah, I have a podcast too. (laughs) And like, I, I ask very, I ask silly things like, mm-hmm. do you still like me? Like, yeah. even not getting the attention that I feel like I need and deserve for one day, mm-hmm. I like all all of a sudden I'm like starting to question his feelings for me. And like I just hate that, that I'm like feeling. that. Like, and it's like taken how I was when I was single and like wanting validation and approval, and it's like morphed into something different. Like, even in relationships, I'm mm-hmm. like that. Like, if I feel like I'm not getting attention or like the texts like I'm thinking of you texts or the calls or whatever it may be like oh I'm working today and I know you're off and like you haven't texted me like it's stuff like that I feel like that also just shows like your love languages though that's true like because but also I know a a part of it is too extreme like you know I need to chill like I (laughs) I do fully realize that too but yes like words of affirmation yeah quality time like those are my prime love I remember with someone I dated I remember I 
I'm not the most affectionate person in regards to like texting, like I love yeah. yous and all of that. But I feel like I do a lot of like quality to, or acts of service. Like yes. if I go out for a coffee, I'll automatically grab you, you one too. You show your love like, in I, other And ways. that's my version of doing it or like yes. quality of time or listening. Like that's mine. Right. And then so I remember being approached by the other person and being like, do you love me? Or like he'll, he'll ask, like, do you – are you interested in me? Like, I don't feel like oh. you want me. And I'm oh. just like, I, I do. And I would get offended because I'm like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm getting you a coffee. Yeah. I'm driving you to work. Like I'm doing all these little things, but right. you, like, but that's, but I can't Which, judge him because that's his version. That's true. But like something I say to like my single girlfriends all the time, mm-hmm. like if they need advice or they're complaining about like the men or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'll always stick by this. Like, men they're intentional with their feelings like if they're feeling you you will know why because they're going to show it with their actions it's not just going to be empty words you know so like that's another episode about love bombing well yeah well yeah we'll circle back stay tuned (laughs) um but yeah like and it's like this contradiction thing because I want words of affirmation knowing that's not the whole thing like Mm -hmm. action is more meaningful you need both yeah, I want it all. I want it all. <laughs> I just want the attention to be on me at all. But here's the thing. I'm really trying recently to be to be more independent and yeah. do more things on my own. And I feel like you are. Yeah. Like I'm going to the gym. You got a new super often. plant. I got a new plant. <laughs> I'm taking care of my plants. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, no, I'm going to the beach a lot. Yeah. I'm like, go, like with my self-help book, like I'm reading, yeah. I'm trying to like – keep my mind centered and, you know, focused on the things that like really make me happy and matter. Mm-hmm. And, um, not these empty things. Cause like just getting constant validation, like uh, 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 at a yeah. certain point it's empty because like, I don't ever want to make someone feel like they're obligated to do it. I want mm-hmm. them to do it because they want to, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm, I'm really in, an, in a phase in life right now where I'm trying to like put myself out there, be more independent, have more like hobbies. Mm-hmm. And so I like distract myself from my own toxicity. Yeah. Honestly, it, it works. Yeah. I mean, there was a good period of time where I wasn't – I was just doing like me, like my hobbies, all that fun stuff just to yeah. fill my time. And yeah, it helps out yeah. a lot. Yeah. And then you get a booty. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Them, them squats, though. <laughs> them squats, um, though. I will say this, too, about the constant validation, seeking approval. Um, sometimes that also creates an effect where you're, like, molding and morphing yourself to fit the expe- expectations of others, other people. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes in order to, like, get what you want, you have to, like – give them what you think they need yeah which could like you could inherently be misrepresenting yourself okay does yeah. that make sense no that does. I feel like I'm not explaining it right but um just realize like throughout that process you do become less authentically you because now you're playing up this person yes yeah exactly and like I do feel like it's dangerous to make your happiness contingent on how others feel about you mm-hmm. or like certain outcomes or achievements like for example like um, saying I'm only going to be happy like once I have a boyfriend, like once I'm in a long-term relation, loving mm-hmm. relationship, only then will I be happy. You know, that's a condition that I've created in the past for myself. Yeah. Um, those are all outward things and it's impossible to ever be in complete control of them. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you could find yourself in a relationship, but who knows? Like they could break up with you spontaneously. Yeah. Like you, you cannot c- possibly control every single outcome in and life. That's okay. And that's okay. And mm-hmm. accept that it's okay. Um, and just realize, circling back to something we said earlier, the only aspect we can be in complete control over is our thoughts, our behaviors, our mindset. And once we start to realize that we aren't everyone's cup of tea, mm-hmm. um, we are that much closer to like peace and self-acceptance yeah. because you're going to be hated on regardless. So why not just be yourself? Like mm-hmm. even if you're not yourself, you're going to get hate. Yeah. So, yeah. Words of wisdom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> um, Another big one for me that I'm still trying to work on is negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. So mostly when it comes to my appearance, um, I'm really trying to abolish any of like appearance-directed things yeah. like from my vocabulary. Oh, I'm um, very self-deprecating, especially yes. with appearance for myself. Yeah, like I really beat myself. My prompt is I am the generic version that suffices. <laughs> 
Wait, what? On like Prompt? On, on like your dating? Yeah, on my Kat, no. You need to delete that. I I think it's funny. Kathy. I know it's bad. Not, no, though. I'm I'm gonna change it. But honestly, it's it's <laughs> I I just think it's like a funny way. But now I'm seeing it more. It's like, oh crap! It's it's not good. Like now reading it, it's like not as funny as I think it is. But then I'm also wondering, like, what kind of men? are looking at that. Well, I'm sure there are ones who are like, oh, she's funny. Yeah. But also I'm like afraid that some men are going to look at that and think that they could like talk to you however, you know. Oh, okay. Sorry. I haven't, I haven't experienced that yet. Okay, good, good, good. It's like mainly just like ha-has and stuff like that. Okay. But no, it's definitely one of those things where I, I notice like I, I do a lot, not just for dating but just in general. I just don't want like – you to be so so self-deprecating to the point – I'm not trying to blame you yeah. for this, but I just don't want men to think that because you joke about it, they can, like, make jokes too, yeah. like, at your expense. Like, no, that's fucked up. And, like, self-deprecation can be funny. Like, there's a lot of comedians who, like, but use to that an into their extent. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and I'm not back, a comedian. And going <laughs> so, back to something you said, like one of your New Year's resolutions was like less you wanted to be less self-deprecating. Yeah. And I do have to yeah. give myself props because I have I, – I do see that I am a little bit less than I okay. was. Yeah. Okay. Growth. 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 But yeah, I do, I do notice um, like if I call out – like if I have bad skin mm-hmm. that week. You highlight or it. Like, yeah. Or like if I um, – so my hair is absolutely thinning. Like it's just a fact. I'm not um I'm not like uh hyper focusing. Well, I am hyper focusing on it, but I'm not blowing it out of proportion. Like it, I am thinning. It's not what you think. Like I'm looking at it right I, now. I I know not- that it's always worse from like your own yeah. You always view yourself the most critical. But also I realized at the same time, like my hair is thin. It's a fact. It's not something that it's like perceived in my mind, right? But um it hurts less if other people do it if I think it first. Okay. Like if I beat them to the punch kind of thing. Yeah. Like it won't hurt as bad. If okay. people call me out for being ugly or whatever because of my skin or my balding no, no one calls her ugly. My uh, balding uh <laughs> whatever this is called. What is it called? Hairline. Yeah. Um <laughs> But also, thoughts and words have power, and sometimes you can create a self-fulfilling prophecy where, like, my hair will start intentionally falling out in clumps mm-hmm. just to be a bitch to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but mostly with things that, like, measure my capability, like uh, – if I don't do something right at work, like mm-hmm. I'm a stupid, I'm a stupid bitch. Yeah. Like I call myself, God, you're so fucking stupid. I always do that. Yeah. Um, and then because I'm like, I made a mistake and I beat myself up over the mistake, then I start to make more mistakes. Like, do you notice it almost like when you hyper focus on what you're doing wrong? It's like you manifest more wrong, like more wrong. I feel things like to sometimes come. I do it a little bit for the opposite. Like I'll say something like that I did wrong. I'll yeah. verbalize it. And make it and cat- catastrophize it, yeah. Because I'm hoping that I don't do it as wrong, or someone will say something. Oh, so maybe, and then I I beat myself from feeling like okay, it actually isn't. It could have been worse. Yeah, yeah. it could have been worse. It could have been this, but that's it's interesting. Not. That's yeah, a good and take. I and okay. I do notice I do that a lot. Yeah, like I'll think that the bad will happen, and then yeah. if it doesn't happen, I'm like, oh, that was nice. That's, <laughs> yeah. Do you notice this too? Like, if you make a mistake and then all of a sudden you like put that pressure on yourself to like be perfect moving forward. Mm -hmm. Like there's this like the pressure to perform is so intense that then you keep failing. Yeah. So it it works either way, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like the negative – either way, the negative self-talk or the pressure you put on yourself to be perfect can be detrimental. Mm -hmm. And stop it. And I can see how it can affect the people around you too because I think – I, I'm more self-aware now at work, but I am very – if I mess up, I'll be like, fuck, man. Yeah. And then I'll just make it known, like, I messed up. Everyone, I messed up right here. And then, like – Hey, that's accountability, think, though. But I also think that can, like, make people think, okay, we can't – oh, can't, be nice with Kathy because if she messes <laughs> up, she's going to have a fucking flip out. Like, I do see that. So I'm trying not to be as – like, because I, I think I have that worried face that I automatically have if something's not going right or I'm just staring. And they're yeah. like, are you okay, Kathy? And I'm just – I see that they do it more for me. Ooh, and I'm like, ooh, okay, I don't want that. So now sometimes. I'm just like, okay, just go with the flow. Keep right. it in. Right. And then curse when you're off the clock. <laughs> exactly. 
And we're back. Yes. Um, we had to take a quick snack, snack break. <laughs> and um, Kathy has these habanero lime kettle chips. Mm-hmm. Ridge. They have ridges. We love us a good ridge. Yes, you've heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they're fucking hot. Yeah. And they're good though. Yeah. But I'm like, if if you hear me going like in the background, you know why. Um Okay, so next toxic trait is I am incredibly, and this is present day, I'm incredibly selfish, self-centered, hypocritical. I call other people out on things like flaking, not texting back, procrastinating with household responsibilities, knowing damn well I do the same thing and I don't exercise the same consideration that I want from them. Like I'm all, I'm always about me and my needs and my validation. Um, and I truly do prioritize my own feelings and satisfaction above all else, which leaves like, it's like a seesaw, right? Like constantly I feel like the scales are balanced in my favor Mm -hmm. because I like want what I want. And I don't often find myself in a position where I like give in the same way that I want people to give to me. Mm-hmm. Damn, I just tore myself <laughs> up. <laughs> but it's true. That that is something everyone has an elements of that though. Yeah. I feel like it. Mm-hmm. Everyone is selfish in some ways. Mm-hmm. And if you say no, you're lying because even the selfless person, I feel, right. has to be selfish yeah. a little bit. Um, I feel like mine is I'm, I'm very jealous. I'm a jealous person. Mm-hmm. Um, not – I mean, I feel like a lot more romantically, mm-hmm. but I think just in general, like career-wise, um, friend-wise, I mm-hmm. I think that's one of my talks. I think I can get really jealous. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff you said too. I think I'm very I'm, – I'm stubborn as fuck. Actually, no, that's probably me. I'm so stubborn. I'm set in my way sometimes that if I if someone wants to do something else, I'm just like, well, this way works or something. Right. It's and especially in a work or right. Like I I I see one way and I want to do it this way. Right. So I'm a stubborn. No. Stubborn girl. I hear you. I really relate to the jealousy thing too. Mm -hmm. Um, same, like same uh in terms of like more so romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. Um Like, goddamn, I'm not even jealous over, like, people. I'm jealous over inanimate objects. Like, like, I'll get jealous that um, my partner is, like, more focused on, like, his phone or social media than Mm -hmm. me, you know? Like, it all comes from a place of insecurity. Like, let's be honest. Even the need for validation, like, from earlier. Like, Mm -hmm. it all comes down to I need to work on me and my sense of self-esteem. Yeah. Because if I had a very secure sense of self, I wouldn't feel the need to get um, this satisfaction from like outside mm-hmm. sources. Like it like would come It would come from within my, me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would give myself that validation. I know. Yeah. yeah I think it's hard, especially with, again, social media. I it's just hard not to compare yourself. Right. It's hard to not compare with like, okay, I want this at this time. And that's the thing. Like, I don't think romantically I'm as jealous, but it's just a situation that I get jealous of. Right. Like I'm jealous that I'm almost 30 and I, my posture sucks. And <laughs> like, yes, I just got promoted, but I don't feel like I, I'm deserving of it. Or I don't know. It's hard for me to describe like it what is that thing it's like you don't there's like a certain term for it but mm-hmm. it's like you don't like fraud or fraud, fraud fraudulent fraud syndrome oh, or something you know oh, what oh, i mean yes oh wait what is I it know. called um ego no it's an actual yeah it's an actual like therapy term in impersonate Wait, Imper- impersonate imper- impersonation syndrome? No, it's imposter. 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 <laughs> That's how I'm you- proud of us. I'm proud of us. Yeah, but I definitely have imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. which I hate. Yeah, <laughs> but same. Like I think, um, like what you said earlier, everyone has a little bit of that in them as well. Mm-hmm. 
So I feel like if we just all look at the ways in which we're similar than different, we can like relate and like have more honest conversations like this with each other about the things that we're not proud of. Mm -hmm. And, you know, something we'll get to in the next section is how to get over this toxicity. Yes. Um, We're not entirely trusted sources on that because – we still, still very here. much are dealing with <laughs> it. Because my stubborn ass is still here. Yeah. But I think one of the best ways to kind of like get over that hump mm-hmm. is to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So Which, let's talk about it. Yeah. Oh, my God. That reminds me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> our very first episode, you guys don't know this, but we oh. recorded the intro for our very first episode. So bad. Thinking that it was like so funny. But, like, basically, we, so we turned on our, like, sex operator voice. Yeah. And we're like, hi, Kathy. Want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. <laughs> and thank God that it um, did it. Sarah we, had her boyfriend yeah. listen to the episode. And he was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and so we changed. That's why we do a little preview in the beginning. It's because yeah. of that yes situation. But anyway, when you were like, um, talk about let's it. talk Tell about it. That. We can do it now. Let's talk about it. Talk about it. So the last part is how to get over this. As we said, we're not experts, but I think we are growing and we're experienced ways. We're experienced in the field. Yes, for we're certain. Experienced. Yeah, and I think it's a process. Um, yeah. uh, so today, actually, Instagram was down. Yeah, and Facebook. I was. I didn't really get. Um, affected by it because I was working. Yeah. But honestly, maybe we need that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we need it to shut down for a couple of times. We need um, a little bit of reflection. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, look, there's a sky outside. Yes. <laughs> I don't have to take a picture of my food. Um, <laughs> but I think it could be seen as petty. But if personally, some things that I do, I sometimes I'll take a break, a cleanse, and I'll deactivate everything. I'll delete everything. And if and, and honey, if you need to block numbers, if you need to yeah. like, delete pictures, it may seem petty to some people, but if it's your way of growing and getting over something yes, in a healing. healthy way and yes. to heal, yes. then do it. I yeah. If someone says it to me that they had to do that, I don't look down upon them. I'm like, you know what, girl, I've been there too. Boy, yeah. I've been there too. Right. That's fine. Um, Everyone talks about like uh, juice cleanses, like a gut gut health cleanse. Yeah. That's this, a version of a This is like a spiritual mm-hmm. cleanse. A, a cleansing of the soul, yeah. if you will. Take a step yeah. back. Do what you have to do. Everyone yes. like heals in different ways. Yes. Some people like to box. Some people <laughs> like to go to the gun range or I don't know. But this is – I just delete apps. Yes. <laughs> and contacts. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, going back to like the whole reflect self-reflection thing and – um, Instagram, like the, I, honestly though, when f- customers were telling me today, like, yeah. oh, social media, Facebook and Instagram is down. I was like, did someone press the self-destruct button? Because, because <laughs> good, because the world, I feel like this is the, the world ending right yeah. now. Um, which is like catastrophic because why are, why do we resort to, why is it the end of the world when we can't access our social media or we can't scroll down our timeline? Like, yeah, that's true. It shouldn't be so detrimental. But I have to admit, like, if I don't have my phone on me, I'll drive back home to get and, it. Yeah. Like, it's so yeah. hard just you're so connected to it. Yes. I have no idea how it's like a my limb. mom went through it. Like, yeah. How she was like, yeah, I just, like, we said we'll meet at – at this time, at this place, and, and they actually up, followed through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you literally can't flake. Yeah, if you had a flake, you had to do like a drive by and be like, "I'm actually can't make it." I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I think it was easier for them because they never experienced social media. Mm-hmm. Like they, they just grew up in a different time. Yeah, so it's Completely easy different. when you're in the absence of it. To like not no like to not understand the grip that it has over you. Yeah, but there's for only us, like one news source too, so everyone got the same type of news. Yeah, no one like had bi- that many biases. Right. So yeah, so I feel like number one, um, reflection, awareness, acknowledgement, like that's where you have to begin with mm-hmm. you know challenging your toxic thoughts. 
you can't possibly begin to address your own toxicity unless you recognize that there's a problem to begin with and you're willing to confront it. So that's the easy part though, because then follows the difficult part. Like, what are you going to do about it? Once you realize the way that you are and you're not content, um, like I find that a majority of my toxic behaviors stem from a place of hurt or like past traumatic experiences, which almost requires me to face the, my past Mm -hmm. and like face those traumas in order to heal. Yeah. Um, like to get some kind of like closure on the situation, like it necessitates active involvement in the process of whatever your healing looks like. It could be journaling, it could be therapy, breathing exercises, meditating, your cat, petting your cats, talking to them, singing for them, <laughs> putting on a concert, <laughs> um, self-help books, podcasts, just like challenging your destructive thoughts when they rear their ugly head. Yeah. Also changing your own toxic patterns and bad behaviors isn't supposed to be a linear process. So realizing that such a change will not happen overnight and it shouldn't either. Like, I feel like that's not setting yourself up for a lasting Yeah, kind of that's change. like what I said earlier. You're just brushing it off. Like, I'm being toxic. I'm going to stop being toxic right now. Yeah. But you're not diving into the source. Right, exactly. So. Yep. It's hard work, y'all. It is. It is a full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> being but- toxic is a hard I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. But, okay, I just want to preface. We are good people. I think we're good people. I feel like this episode's coming off as, like, I'm damaged. We're all damaged. Let's just yes. let's just uh, get real for a second. Everyone is damaged. Yeah. Just because we're talking about it doesn't make us special. Okay. It doesn't make us unique. I'm like slapping myself in the face right now. You're not special. We're not unique. Um, but I feel like talking about this stuff, like being more open, encourages others to be more open. Not that we have a huge base or like following, right? But – even t- even if no one listens to this, talking about it out loud and like acknowledging my own defects is helpful for me. Yeah. So, yeah, like I I would consider I still consider myself a good person just because mm-hmm. you have you know you're flawed doesn't mean um, you're not good or deserving of good things. Yeah. Um, I feel like our imperfections is what make us beautiful and we should celebrate that thank you sarah (laughs) (laughs) sorry not to get all fucking preachy um but i feel like that was a good conclusion yes (laughs) so we'll end it there so all the other episodes are going to be us being perfect I'm your fool. Everybody's got their bones to break. Is that the word? Bones to break. <laughs> Wait, what's the word? Uh, I like this version better. Okay, this is better. Yeah. Are we recording? Oh. Yeah. The best. The best. The best. The best of you. But thank you guys for tuning in to the second part of Tales, Tales of, of toxicity, toxicity in the city. I can see. This is the first time we're sober, and <laughs> <laughs> and we're even more intolerable yeah. than usual. <laughs> but thank you again, and until next time, bye. bye.